right, and we're back. Okay, we're back. Episode six. Six, yeah. Hills and twos. I'm Tim. I'm Shay. This is Joe Hale. Yeah, we had a little like, miscommunication there, a little technical yeah, we, difficulty. We forgot to record the Zoom. We got like, well, we only got like three minutes in, but still, I mean, yeah. it's not, you know. Anyways, yeah. Joe, tell us about yourself. <laughs> Who's yeah, Joe Hale? So, um, I'm a photographer, originally from upstate New York, near Shay's Neck of the Woods. Um, <laughs> currently a senior in college, graduating in nine days. I uh, shoot running mostly on the professional level, but also just kind of whatever comes my way, whatever is around. And yeah, just like meeting people, hanging out, and the sport of running. Awesome. So you were talking earlier um, about how you shoot stuff outside of running. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously everyone knows JKH photo. I was going to say, like, I don't know. I, you probably don't want to say, but would you agree that you, you are probably the most well-known or the most notable running photographer in the space right now? No, honestly, no. There's, well, maybe in, like, the college space because I'm college-aged. Yeah, but there's makes people sense. who have, like, way more followers than me that are, like, on the global scale. I just happen to do college because I'm like one of the younger, more prominent younger people. So that's probably why. Yeah. yeah. But you're definitely the leader of that younger kind of. I try to be. Yeah. I, I like, I, I really enjoy doing that and teaching kids. So it's a fun part of what I do. I know everyone waits for the, the JKH photo drops after yeah. every meet. Like I remember after Penn, like four people sent me the drive. I'm like, I got it. Thank you. And I was like, Joe texted me my photos, but thank you. Yeah, that, <laughs> that thing it. just flies around like crack. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yo, it's you like, got that drop? Yeah. Where's the drop? It's like. There'll be people that I'm like, I have no idea who you are. And they'll post photos. I'm like, I, I try and trace back like who I could have sent it to and who they could have sent it to to like get to that person. But sometimes I'm like, I have no idea how you got these. Like, <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Speaking of you and photos and colleges, we have been studiously following the chronicles of whoever won't pay you for that one photo that's still... University of New Mexico. Oh, dude, oh. That, had you said it on Twitter... Uh, I, I tweeted out Mountain West. With I saw list. Mountain West and I didn't see. So you just put that out here for the first time. The that's, Lobos, man. It's big to know. Breaking news. Yeah, so University I, of New Mexico won't pay Joe Hale. Yeah. Uh, no shade of the coaches. It's all the athletic department. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, they, they just ripped a photo of Charlotte Purdue last year at NCAAs. I've been emailing this guy ever since. Like, I mean, it's probably been like three months since I last emailed them. I emailed them when I fired off that tweet again. Um, I think you just get a lawsuit going is what you got. I was do. like, well, I, I always throw out with my legal team, which happens to be me, me, me like Googling how to sue somebody. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just like people always steal photos because like kind of a, on, there's not really rules around it, but like you can't really do that. So most people are like pretty apologetic and like either delete it or fulfill an invoice pretty quickly. But this guy, for some reason, just doesn't want to like, dude, I know your athletic department has like $300 sitting around somewhere to just pay this invoice. But he's like, no, it's at our legal counsel. It's at our legal counsel. And like, we won't do anything about it. But That's brutal. Yeah. I'll still bother him. I'll send him an email every once in a while. Didn't, didn't the city of Trenton put up one of your photos? Yeah, I saw that. That was, that was a really, really funny thing. So it was a photo with Thingmo from, from NCAAs. And um, yeah, and one day I'm just scrolling Twitter. And on this town hall. Yeah, it was like, the whole okay. building, right? They're unveiling this like 10 foot, 15 foot banner. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. Like, I like scrolled in, zoomed in. I was like, that's my fucking photo. <laughs> but yeah, but um, I met a thing at the armory. We've been homies ever since. So I met you, Tim. Uh, I met a ton of like young, younger kids in high school when I was working there. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I promise. I was like, oh, I don't, I'm not mad at you. But yeah, no, that was funny when I was scrolling through one day. Were you um, able to invoice the city of Trenton on that I one? Was, I got in touch with a representative and was compensated for. There we go. Time. See, New Jersey isn't that bad. Because I'm, I'm like, I follow, yeah, New Jersey. Hey, 
What? Don't say that bad. All right. I like follow a bunch of New Jersey social media accounts. I'm just going through one day and I like, I mixed it up at first with, I assumed I was like looking at a running account. And then I realized it was like the state Twitter or something like that. Oh, yeah, and that was wild. That's, I, I forget. It was just like someone liked it in my feed and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm like, I'm like that editing looks familiar. Like that's Joe's yeah. style. And then I go on your account and I saw you probably tweeted something about it or someone tweeted something about it. And I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, that, that's no, I, I, I am appreciative because most people are easy to work with. Like most people just make a genuine mistake, don't realize you, you're supposed to pay for those things. But yeah. it's like, as a photographer and running and and someone whose photos get around so easily, just because it's like a you know a Dropbox kind of thing. Um, like, how do you as a photographer like your things to be credited? Like, is someone just tagging you enough, or someone putting in yeah, like so in their caption "photo by Joe Hale" kind of stuff like that? The way I look at it is like athletes, I always get for free. Like I know they're not really making that much money. They don't money to pay. I don't really care. Most of them are my friends. As long as you like tag and put it in the caption or whatever, I don't really care about that. For like, it gets tricky when it's like teams. Cause like some teams are just like literally an athlete running an Instagram page for their team. And some actually have like brands backing them, but I like to get compensated for that. And then like brands, obviously I need to pay and stuff like right. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. So I guess before we get into it, we put out, you saw, we put out the little, uh, ask Joe Hale some questions. And I can say, uh, did you look at the question, Shay? Yeah. You have probably garnered the, the best responses for that because we've been doing that with a bunch of people. Like people really want to know some stuff from you. All right. I hope it's good stuff because whenever I put it up on my Instagram, it's just like the same old stuff. Like people ask me how, if you want to know how I got into shooting, there's yeah. plenty of resources on that. There's plenty of resources on what camera I use. Don't don't DM me those things. Make That's like, like a, I'm like, literally reading right now. How yeah. did you get into photography? Yeah, we we face. just weren't going to ask that. But um, that. that's like the one thing we've like established that we will never want to do using whatever we're trying to build here. Is like we're never going to be a sit here and be like, like where are you from? How did you start doing what you do? Like you know. Well, I, did I, you, I've, it's like you answer it once and then it's yeah. like, oh, really have to go over this again? Like, yeah. It's like everyone we've done, whether it be you or an athlete or, or someone like that, it's like there's they've done that before. They've done that interview before. Like with Sam, I was like, I can look up Sam Parsons and find 10 different articles. Favorite question. Yeah. <laughs> on like how he like, did you play soccer before you started running? Like stuff like that. Yeah. But um, there were some interesting ones that aren't how did you get into photography with that? It's not even that smiley of a smiley face. Maybe. It's like a half smiley. Yeah. It's like the. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, speaking of Sam, Sam's gotten a lot of name jobs on this podcast so far, even the one that he wasn't on, but or the ones that he wasn't on. But Sam asked the worst athlete slash brand slash school to shoot for. School? Got to be New Mexico because I saw that pending invoice. <laughs> brand? Um, I haven't really had it that many, let's see, bad experiences with brands. No trying to think not many bad experiences with brands and athletes professional. Also. professional athletes don't think any bad experiences no i mean everyone in the rank community is pretty nice i'm actually so i've actually never met someone that genuinely doesn't like me so i'm trying to find someone that like openly is my enemy that i can have a rivalry with so if you don't like me please Put this right here and make it known that I want someone that doesn't like me to reach out and tell me that they don't. Please like hate Joe Hale. I, I want someone to We're like begging you. It's live arrival. Joe wants some enemies. Um, all right, this is a good one. Kind of talking about your your work with Tin Man specifically, and it's a little bit of an incendiary topic with Tin Man. But um, someone asked, could you feel the energy change when Tim Schwartz left the team as their coach? For sure. For sure. Yeah, I mean, you could tell. Like when I got there. 
it, the relationship was definitely like pretty fragile and you could tell like as shit was going on i mean i was those guys were like they're all very emotional people and like their running is very dependent on how well they're running and how or like or the, sorry their running's all dependent on how like they're feeling in their day-to-day life and you could tell like it was just pile on top of each other and on top and on top and drew would get hurt and sam would get tweak something and yeah no without a doubt like the change was much needed and the backlash while it sucked i think they're much better on the other side now yeah it yeah. definitely looks like they're they're doing a lot better than you know they were during that time period of their life definitely a rough couple of weeks though yeah. in there um I, I think this last question will ask from the little q a um, I think it transitions well into something, at least I, I don't know about you, but something I wanted to talk about and get your perspective on, because I think you're kind of leading the charge with this. But uh, someone asked, how do you feel about the new generation of photographers and creators and what advice do you have? I, I think obviously they're not asking about new gen specifically, but yeah. you know, the upswing and people creating content, even with us yeah, sitting here I mean, doing it. I'm pumped about it. Like, I feel like, I, I mean, I started shooting just like our, my local high school meets in probably 2017, junior year of high school. Yeah. And I was like, I could count on two hands, the amount of running photographers that existed, like from high school to like, that were dedicated running photographers. And now every month we have a group of 50 kids that come together and just like want to hear and learn and build a community and hang out, which I think is super cool. I mean, like, there's space for it. I mean, running is like one of those sports where it's everywhere. I mean, track and field is the biggest sport at the high school level in the United States. And like those people, like if they're brought in at a young age, like that's why they get involved. Like that's why I got involved when I was a seventh grader, the, the seniors on my team, they were like homies and wanted to hang out with me and taught me about running and got me involved. And like that type of stuff is why I do this today. It's because I had someone older. So I try and do that. I mean, when I was started shooting Justin Britton, he's a homie of mine. He was always answering my DMs, answering questions, helping me. He still does. Like if I have a pricing question, hit him up right away. First person always gets back to me. And like, I just want to build that relationship with other people coming up. Cause I think help me a lot. And I want to help other kids a lot. It's cool. So kind of moving from that, Hashtag good for the sport has become probably the biggest trend on Twitter right now for running in that debate. Obviously, I think with the the on and the Oregon four by mile debacle and, and stuff like that. So let's problem solve a little bit here. How do you think we fix the sport? Because we, like ask every, we, ask we ask everyone, everyone this because yeah. it's, I think it's the most pressing issue in the sport we have today is that we're probably on the decline. And coming, you're someone that's like in the media aspect, which is we think is like part of the problem. Well, not sorry, not. I think like, it's part of the solution. Like teams yeah. need to have. You tweeted this. Yeah, yeah. And it blew yeah. up. Yeah, teams need to have like a dedicated media team. Um, I think that's like easy. Let's see. So logistic, like realistically, that's I think that one of the easiest ways to start is every team just hires a photographer. You're there. I mean, when I was working with Tin Man, one, it blew my platform up. But two, like the amount of content we could turn on in a day, like we'd have like a photo story every day of the workout that we could just rock from and they like athletes automatically had a dropbox of 150 photos they could throw up at any point where it's like if they ever need content whatever and like through tin men's and what we were doing there we got so many random people that like we didn't even know were runners like would hit us up there's this guy he's a photographer joe greer he has like 650,000 followers on instagram just found us through like scrolling one day and i was like a huge running fan and like brought him into the professional scene there's um just a bunch of random people and i think like tin man does a good job of it i think cole and cooper do a good job of it of like putting themselves out there a lot of the stuff that ben does and even like other teams are starting like brooks beast they just hired an assistant coach not, not too long ago who's his part half of his job is coaching and half of it's being a content creator
motivator for the team and like putting stuff together. Um, Bowerman, they, they have Courtney who crushes photos and then they have like a dedicated brand team that works on doing that. And I think from a professional aspect, if you have that person and that group, that's like, that's their dedicated purpose, nothing performance side, like it just helps. It's literally just marketing department. Every sports team has a marketing department dedicated to bringing it to bigger eyes and more viewers. Like that's what they do. Yeah. We just saw Reebok like dissipate. I mean, I think it's because exactly. of yeah. that. They should have done that. And they, they, they didn't showcase their team at all. At all. That's the night sick. Marty, like he gets a lot of press, but like still could go so much more in depth than the, like the start of his story. Like Josette, one of the best runners yeah. in the country. Colin Benny. In the world, like what do we know about her? Not a lot because there's not someone there. Like stuff like that. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? Because that's what the media needs to do or these teams need to do. But what do you think the athletes need to do specifically? Like how to like – Given that the sport is predicated on how the athletes do, like what what do they need to do? What do we need off to the do? Track. Yeah, on and off the track. Obviously, on the track, running as fast Honestly, as possible helps. Maybe a hot take. I think athletes are doing fine. They're running faster than ever. They're like making a name for themselves the best they can. I think it's mostly off the track things. I think like community based events. That's a big thing. Like anytime the best meets I've ever been to aren't like USA Trials. Those are like fun, but the most exciting ones are the ones where there's, it's the Hoka Long Island miles, it's the Delaware miles, it's yeah. the, I haven't been, but the Sir Walter Milers, where there's like people who are crowded from lane four to eight on the track, just filling it up. That's how you get people excited. You're bringing the, the, the highest caliber of athlete with the, any person that wants to see it, the Nike 5k that Bowerman did, like that type of stuff is how you really get people engaged and get, make people true fans when they see the sport at the highest level, like inches from them. Yeah. I like that. I think it's an interesting perspective kind of at least, Coming from me, I think it's like – I think the athletes do need to do more because I think it's not just the teams or the media that needs to help market the athletes, but I think the athletes have to help no, market they, themselves. They for sure do, but at the end of the day, I forget who was, who was talking about this, but, like, the athletes are there. Their job is, yes, to do social media, but I think it's, it's predominantly there to run. Like, yeah, the team right. should have in, – in baseball, yeah, you have, like, LeBron tweeting and stuff and, like, doing his campaigns or whatever, but, like – the Lakers social team and media team is doing a ton, most of the work. Like, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, LeBron just needs to get on the court and go yeah. crazy. Like if he wants to do side hustles and have his own TV shows, like the barbershop, whatever, and all that other stuff, like that's on him to do. But like, like Duncan Robinson, he has the podcast he plays, but like, that's because he wants to do that. It's a creative outlet for him. Like he's not doing that because I don't, at least I don't think because the Miami heats, like you have to have a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like they have their own marketing department where that's dedicated for them to do that. And they just ball out and do whatever else they need to do. Yeah. I think that more so stems from like less of them needing to do specific media related things and more so just like if they have a personality or not. Like I, I, some of the most notable runners are people with personalities. Yeah. Like Shakari, obviously the failed drug test was, was a big deal, but I think it wouldn't have been as big of a deal if she didn't have the personality and like the aura around her that she does. Like the whole boisterous kind of thing yeah also it's in running it's so easy to like i don't know break away from the mold because everyone's like a runner yeah <laughs> i mean runners have a specific personality type and yeah. it's the more yeah. reserved quiet work behind the scenes but thing at the same time i agree with that but i think also like at its core a lot of runners are just kind of boring people no that's like, what i'm saying what i think saying. it just yeah. attracts those people to the sport i absolutely agree yeah, yeah. And that's why it's so like There cool are some see. engaging personalities, but a lot of people at the car are just like kind of boring. Running people. is generally incredibly boring, and the people are yeah. incredibly boring sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think that comes down to why the biggest stars, like we talk about pre-every episode, or Craig, who we're going to film with, like 
those are the people that have per- personalities. Like if Craig Engels was a stereotypical normal runner, no one would care. A guy who gets fourth at a few. And they naturally rise to the top. A- like. Exactly. Like no one cares about the guy who hasn't, like Craig hasn't made an Olympic team. But mm. you would think based on his success in growing himself as a, like a, as a notable name, you know, sure. like you would think he's an Olympic champion. Based on the amount of people, I mean, the dude was on. Pardon my take, the Barstool pod. I'm listening to like no, no non-Olympian is getting that in track. Yeah, no one is doing that. So, but we're doing it. So here we are (laughs) talking some shit. About to about to drop clickbait the shit out of this Emma Abrahamson one. You'll see. (laughs) It's a good episode. You'll see. It was a great episode. But first clickbait is just I'm coming heavy with the questions. Um, where's like where do you want to go? How do you see? I want to hear this. We've been yeah. asking everyone, yeah, yeah, that we have on, like, what what do you want? What are goals? What do you want to achieve? Um, honestly, like, kind of get out of running. Not completely. I still want to do like the big stuff, but like, I've besides like the Olympics. Like, once you get like most of the way there, there's most of the stuff you've done in running. I want to get out to Africa. I want to do a big Africa trip and like either shoot a campaign or just focus on some athletes. That would be really sick. But afterwards, like, I've been recently really getting into just like culture and fashion like i've been doing some work for this publication and they're like kind of just culture it's like a complex kind of thing and like i want to get more involved with that like a lot lately i've just been like messaging like tiktokers and influencers that are just like lifestyle people and been like hey if you want to shoot let's do it like just trying to branch out and meet like because i I mean i don't know i'm a people person i like meeting people like that's my whole thing with shooting that's like one of the reasons main reasons i do it and like you can just meet some really cool people and i've met a bunch of cool people in running but like outside that i think there's just so much potential there's also like not a ton of money in running so like yeah yeah my career wise i'm not sure how sustainable it is to be a running photographer i mean everyone that you think is a running photographer full-time actually does like a ton of other campaigns whether it be culture lifestyle fashion so that's also why um in the sports realm i'd love to do nba that's like my favorite sport to watch or mlb i've always been a huge baseball guy so um shooting an mlb and nba game not are both on the to-do list, but like for a full-time thing, I think following an NBA team around for a year would be like one of the coolest jobs ever. That's like cool. kind of what I did for Tin Man, but on like a global scale with the NBA would be so sick. Yeah. Don't you know, Tim, don't you know a guy that does yeah, that? Yeah, I was going to say, I'll have to put you in uh, in touch with someone. You know Aaron Lacerna? Shout out Aaron. Hopefully Aaron listens to the podcast. I'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit off, off camera about it. I'll uh, put you on. He works for the G League. He's been doing a lot of media production for the, for yeah. the G League. Been working on some amazing stuff and works in culture too. And that's something that Shay and I have, I think, talked about. Like, if this is ever going to work, if our careers in running are ever going to work, it's going to, at some point, to achieve the level of success that we both really want, it's going to have to transcend running at some yeah, point. because the cap of running is, like, it's not high yeah. compared to everything. We, you can use running as the springboard to jump off and do those things, but that's it. Yeah. yeah a so. lot of, like, influencers that I found that run use it as, like, a relatable thing. Like, yeah. everyone can go out and run a 5K if they want to on a day and, like, it doesn't matter how fast or slow you're doing it. You're still running three miles. Like I think a lot of people use that as a way to relate to people and they build on top of that, where it's like, that's how you can foster a community. Like, um, what's his face? There's this guy I follow who's just like some random dude. He's a hobby jogger and he just posts his run every day. And then it's like stacking all the other shit he does on top of it. But every day starts with a run and that's yeah. like how it brings people together. Yeah. It's so natural at its core that, you know, anyone can relate to it. So you just shot for Gary V. Is that correct? Kind of. did not yeah. too long ago so yeah that's actually that publication it's uh it's called 137 p.m it's like a complex type thing but kind of through the lens of entrepreneurship and now like nfts but it's been super fun i mean they have 
like every connection in the book. So I've been trying to get more involved with them and just meet cool people and do cool shit. You, uh, you got some NFTs you worked on. I know someone specifically <laughs> sitting to my left bought one. Yeah. That's, that's, that's project has yet to be released. It's like kind of my back burner, but Shay owns one. Shay, uh, I use the Kennedy Sebekele, uh, NFT. One day, um, sat in uncommon grounds in Saratoga with Shay, former podcast guest, Aiden Tucker and our homie, <laughs> other homie, Aiden Kahneman and talked NFTs for probably like two and a half hours. Yeah, I'm sure crazy. this kid probably fell down the rabbit hole of that conversation. Like, no, Aiden, going, dude, Aiden we was crazy. For a while, and then we looked and I was like, holy shit, it's already like three o'clock. But after that, I got, I was like pretty hyped up on NFTs and I've gone and I've made a couple. I, I don't know if I'll finish it. Um, yeah. I think they're cool. I just need to find a really good application for it. I, my original idea was baseball cards with photos I've taken of athletes, but I don't know if I love that idea. So I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board, I think. I I'm think sure. those are so cool. Those baseball cards, I thought that was so cool. I'll probably end up doing some NFT project. I just got to think on it some more. I didn't love that idea. Yeah, we, we saw the Fred Curley ones, which we started talking about it because yeah. of that. Those were cool. Yeah, Fred Curley is also the man. That guy's so cool. He's sick. He's so sick. I love his energy. Yeah, he, uh, he I think could be a rising star in running. Yeah, like yeah. with his personality, personality and just the aggressiveness oh, of the. Sure. Like, I think it's also really interesting. Sprinting and distance running are two separate communities, and when you have a star that bridges from sprinting into distance, that's when you know they're like really yeah. engaged. Yeah. Like distance runners love Fred Curley, and that's not something you get all the time. Which right. Because he's just so. Like number one, he's always about it. Whatever it is, like he's he's ready to come at someone's throat. Two, his range is so big. People are talking about like what could he run for an eight, which is kind of crazy that we're a, we're a hundred meter guy. We're like, what could he put down in eight hundred or what he could long jump? Yep. And then uh, yeah, his personality, like his tweets are funny, and he just I don't know. He seems he seems <laughs> just one Instagram post of him just like shooting guns in the middle of nowhere, and like dude, like. And it just makes sense. It's just yeah. like, all right, like nothing surprises me with Fred Curley. Fred Curley could post a picture hanging out with LeBron and Michael Jordan, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, like, no, he no, could no, say no. he could like say he's gonna run like seventeen five in the two. I'll be like, yeah, that yeah, makes he sense. Will. Yeah, yeah, he's funny. Um, is there anyone in particular like you? You know, you said you obviously want to expand outside of running and running, and outside of running. Anyone in particular you want to you want to work with? There are some pipe dreams there. Um. Like brand wise or people wise, I mean. Either or, whatever you got. Uh, brand like the Boston Celtics. That's my favorite NBA team. Probably them. To be like their in-house media person. Awesome. Um, with one like runner that I want to work with, obviously Jakob's pretty sick. Like Kipchoge's pretty sick. Those guys like, but I think just the European scene. There's a lot of cool people in Europe that don't get as much press as in the United States at least like that we see. I think it was really interesting actually on the sound running meet. Uh, they're talking to Jakob and they're like, do you think that tracks like not popular in the U S he's like, look around, like look at all these people that are here. Of course it's popular, but it's like, I think it's really interesting because like there's like a Sidious mag here. There's all these like random running specific outlets. And I don't think there's a lot of those in Europe. I think it's more like general mass media coverage, but let's see Galen like just the people that are like kind of in the shadows, but still big stars. I think yeah. would be really sick. The ones that but, don't have a lot of it will have a lot of attention, but don't allow that access. Exactly. Yeah. The people that are limited yeah. access yeah. like, like that, Mo Farah would be sick. Yeah. Um, Stewie McSwain, man. That'd be yeah. Like that type that, those type of guys where it's yeah. like, they're on the diamond league every week, but no one really knows anything about them. Yeah. Like 
Dude, um, Salomon Bariga. Imagine going out there and doing that, like just seeing these guys' lives. Yeah, he's gonna live like NN running does. Like that team, I think they do a decent job of pumping content out to show you a little bit of yeah. those guys' lives. But I also think there could be a lot more exposure, and maybe that just comes with the personality of like a Kipchoge, who's like not. I think it's also in. tough the cultural differences. Like what you might think is cool is like not yeah. what they're also doing in Africa on their farms and like yeah. when their whole life is just recovering running, like. It would be interesting though. I would love to see like someone from NN or an American go to NN after like going through the NCAA system and like seeing how they react to it. Like, I think that would be a really sick thing. I don't think, I'm not sure if there's anyone that they would ever take, but either someone from their culture coming into American culture and joining like, I mean, it'll be interesting with Helen O'Beary. She's like a good example. Yeah. So we move out to Boulder and go to the OAC and it'll be such an interesting culture shock to see. I would love to see like a documentary of her embedding herself in the team and like, what's that's like from like, two different cultures yeah that's a little free idea out there for a young videographer um andy weeding yeah andy, andy weeding um even like the track line i think track line you did it that behind the scenes was rough last year you remember that elevation yeah, yeah it was elevation zero okay zero m or something yeah yeah that was awesome that was so well done yeah those things though i feel like i only see two episodes and they're done yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Series and i'm like i want to see more like yeah. give me like give me a, a season of something yeah follow someone for a season because their production is so good. Sure. I want to see Galen Rep's day in the light. Like I want to see him walk yeah, around. Yeah, I, would, like, I would love to see that too. Like he's a father. How many people know that? Like yeah, yeah. I didn't know he was a dad. And then you on the NXN, we're like doing strides and stuff, and his kids run up, and he's like picking up like three children, and I was like, who are these kids? And I realized so, it's him. Maybe because we're just young, and I don't hang out with people that usually have kids. But it's so strange to think of like some runners as like parents. Yeah. Like Josh Thompson also has like two kids and like, there's so many runners that have kids. And I'm like, that must be, that's such a strange thing. Kip two like has a kid. Chalimo, right? dude. Yeah. Chalimo's a kid. Yeah. But Kip two was in college, had a kid. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. That's a, an interesting dynamic that these, and often overlooked, I feel like that these are real people. Like yeah, it's not I, just like run, the, run, run. You don't run, think run. that they just, you think that they just run all day and do nothing. Yeah. Mostly because a lot of them do. <laughs> but like a lot of people also have like careers and lives that they do. And they also just do this as like their side hustle or like yeah. a part-time thing. That's something that I wanted to like, I've talked with other people that have watched this before. And it's like, people want to see like, what do these runners do outside of running? You know, yeah. like they're, that's something that's never really shown. It just like run, run, run. Even like uh, I remember watching like a ch uh, Chez might have been flow track, like workout Wednesday thing. And they showed it and they just made it seem like and maybe this is his life. But it was just like run, go hop in the Norma Tech boots and recover, <laughs> eat. Uh, another free idea. Someone just go to Flagstaff and just film everything. There's such a cool like community there from NAU to just a bunch of semi pros to like actual groups. Just go like document all that. Joe There's is like, just throwing out free content yeah. right now. Come someone, on. someone sponsor that or pay me to do it, and we'll just let's just make something. <laughs> we'll get like, hills and twos. will grow to our media conglomerate dreams, good, and we'll we'll start paid. throwing money out. Yeah, once yeah. we're competing with Vanner Media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, maybe I'll, maybe I'll talk, have to hit up Gary about it. But there's such an interesting community there. I feel like that's like. Boulder is cool. There's a lot of groups there, but it's not very unified. It's like, it's very clicky. Like if you see someone there, it's always like, Hey, what's up? But it's not like that anything deep, but like you go to Flagstaff and you look at those videos that Stephen Haas posts and it's just like a million people. In yeah. a track. I'm like, like yeah, these people are in different groups, different training, and they're all working out together. I'm like, I think it's yeah. or like on Lake Mary road, you just see a million people running yeah. together. And it's like, I don't know how, <laughs> Sam and my, I, when I, we always had a joke of like most random training group of the week. Cause in Flagstaff, you see the most random people working out together. It's like 
Mo Farah, like Jacob Thompson and like somebody else. I'm like, how did this come together to do that? Yeah. Like, we always bring up the Boulder versus flag conversation. And it always circles back to flag. Like, yeah, oh. it seems to be what everyone thinks. I think Boulder was the, I don't know, the place of the past. It's like a, the, the yeah. 80s, yeah, 90s. The decision seems to be if you're going for a training camp, flag without a doubt. But if yeah. you want to live, flag yeah, kind of Boulder's more of like a traditional city yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Boulder's definitely more of a place to live permanently. Flag's a good place to go for a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's also in the middle of nowhere, like, or flag, kind of. Yeah. It's a cool area, though. I thought it was, I mean, oh, obviously beautiful. it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. my God. I got to get out there. I've still never been. I've driven through, but never been. That's what I haven't been to Boulder. You know, I want to check out Boulder. I feel like I can't give a full opinion on this conversation. Yeah. So I am spent time in Boulder. Not that my time in flag was very long, but, um, okay. We have a very pressing question that we want to ask you. <laughs> what do you think of Jakob's tattoos? Dude, they're cool. It's like you forget that this kid's like 20 years old, but like you see him with like random like stick figures on his <laughs> yeah. arms. I'm like, oh, yeah. Looks like, like he runs at NAU. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that's like I he's our age and like he just happened to become the fastest runner in the world. So once again, like mentally, I'm just like, oh, he's 27. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, he's a 22 year old kid who I think he's engaged, but like plays Xbox and draws like random things on his arm and tattoos him there for his whole life like it's sick that's yeah. a that's someone who i want to see what their real life is really like because they have the tv show but that just shows just running and not like obviously yeah, pretty I'd, fake. i'd love to spend a couple I'll go out to norway and just hang out for a couple weeks that'll be pretty fun yeah and even see the whole dynamic of like his dad's not coaching him anymore and yeah he's already he's 20 21 he's engaged strange strange upbringing like I think about the kids that Shay and I went to high school with and like the ones that were like training from a young age versus the ones who just started in high school. And like, obviously if you start training when you're like 10 years old, you're going to be way better at competitive running. And like, it must be so interesting, like growing up. And the first thing you did, like I played every sport in the book, sucked at all of them, but I like tried lacrosse, basketball, baseball, like everything basically, but football, like I can't imagine growing up. And the first thing you're doing is like, all right, you're going to do 800 reps. Yeah. It's, yeah. just cra- it's crazy. I it's mean, such a, like, I don't know, seesaw. Like, it could pan out to Olympic medals like it has yeah. with the Yakov, or he could crash and burn, and his life is like, going to be. What is your uh, purpose after you've yeah, tried? Right. I would argue it probably already has panned out. Like, let's say it crashes and burns tomorrow. Like, he's pretty. Oh, he's he's set up. Out. It no, panned yeah, out. Yeah. You got your gold. Like, he's fine. Yeah. Obviously, I'm sure he's he wants it. Yeah. yeah, panned out for sure. But um, even that dynamic of like, you ever see like any clips of that old show? Oh, I remember there was the one Ingerson like, show? yeah, his, oh, yeah. his dad like screaming at him when they're like, cause he missed his foot in indoor track. I'm like, that is so unhealthy and toxic. But yeah. then again, I don't know what the family, like family dynamic is like behind closed doors. He seems doors. to handle it. Like, it's not like personal. Yeah. It's his dad being a coach. Yeah. Being able to separate that coach father dynamic. Yeah. But I'm sure there's been arguments. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's definitely been <laughs> arguments. Yeah. Um, what's, I don't know how much. We could probably get into this, but I think something that a lot of people are few listeners that we have. Um, I'm just kidding. We have more than I thought we would at yeah. this point. Um, we do have more because the YouTube numbers aren't it because people can't see the, uh, the like podcast streaming service numbers like they can see our YouTube numbers. But anyway, this is something that I know, you know, you're involved in because you've built a lot of personal relationships with these runners. Like you're not just a photographer, but you're you're like their friend as well. And you spend time with them. And. I feel like people don't really see that like these runners are, you know, try to be normal people like behind the scenes of running. Like they're social, like these people hang out. Like I'm sure you've been out with some good runners. Like I was at the post NCA 
XC party. It's like you just see people there and you're like, you forget that these are not just like dudes no, towing the line. Like they're in college, like they're also yeah, they got assignments too on Monday. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah. yeah. They live the same lives. And I, I feel like that's something that's pretty overlooked. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, if you're in like Eugene over any championship, go to the duck after and like athletes will come through and like celebrate their successes. It's not just like they had, could have the Olympics going up and they'll still go get a drink or two because it's like, I'm proud of what I did and I'm going to celebrate that. Yeah, it's funny that it, I just feel like people forget that these athletes are like normal people. Even uh, like post, was it Mill? I don't know if I, I mean, I've been there a few times, but what was the place behind the armory Coogans. that closed down? Coogan's. Yeah, RIP. Yeah, I remember being in there like post indoor nationals or Milrose or something like that. And just after Milrose, it was super cool. I went yeah. in years ago, but the year before or the last Milrose, and then it closed during COVID. Oh, but. that was too bad. I wish they stayed. Well, yeah, COVID just kind of got in the yeah. way there because they were already struggling before COVID to stay open. That place was amazing. Yeah, it was so cool being like a little high school kid walking in there, getting dinner Seeing with the my jerseys all on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you done any work with Newberry Park? Not directly, but interesting story. So I've known Sean since I was a freshman in high school. He went, he's a camp counselor at the summer, at my cross country camp that I went to. Oh, really? So shout out to running school. Um, so went there as a high schooler from ninth grade to senior year. And now I work there every summer. But so he was a counselor and there was this kid. So I'm an, I'm a Newberry Park OG. I'm going to throw that out there. I, mm-hmm. I was, I knew Newberry Park before it was cool. Um, there was this kid. Tom Ragone. Tom Ragone, also yeah. Newberry Park OG. Um, there was this kid who we hung out with all week. And he was just this kid that Sean brought out from California. We're like, oh, and he's like, yo, like our team is going to be mad good in like two years. You just watch. I'm like, all right, dude. Like Sean would always, Sean's like a pretty charismatic dude. And he would always say like, he'd be like, oh, my like eighth graders could cook any team in New York. And we're like, all right, guy, like New York's pretty good <laughs> at running. <laughs> Little did we know if it was Leck Young, Aaron Solomon, and Julio Young, but um yeah and then Colin actually came as a freshman and he was already good he ran like 416 as a freshman and it was like and everyone was like yo and Sean was like yo you better watch this guy because he's gonna be a beast and little die now four years later he's running 357 as like an 18 year old and 339 but so yeah um so I've just hung out with him there I've never been out to California or done any work with them but it's always nice to see them at meets say what's up to Sean cool. he's a super nice guy to me it's cool so you guys want to play a game Play game chat? Yes. Okay. So I'm not going to give you guys options because we've done something similar in the past where I gave you options to pick from. I'm going to let you kind of free ball it right now. It's going to be a pick a dream roster team? Yeah. We're going to, so we'll start with Joe gets first pick and then we'll just snake draft it. So we'll kind of flip back and forth. So Joe gets first pick. Joe, who's your brand? Who's sponsoring your team? Um, We're building a team. Like, am I the GM or am I an athlete? You, yeah, you're, you're the GM. All right. You own uh, everything. You're making the big decisions. I am gonna go with Lululemon. Ooh, I like that answer. That was a great answer, Shay. What do you got? All my athletes wear yeah. whatever they're most comfortable in. Yeah. For sure. I was uh, gonna go with Viuari. That's kind of similar to Lululemon, but yeah. also Janji. They make some really good shorts. Yeah. But I don't you know. You gotta think about spikes yeah. factor into that. <laughs> they now. can make them. Okay. On made them. They did. Who? Uh, who's your coach, Shay? Coach. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm just going to put oh, – this is kind of tricky. I know Bonzi. I'd put Bonzi in there because I know because he gets it done. Yeah. yeah, he does get it done. Absolutely. Okay. Joe, who's your coach? Um, I'll go – I'll go Dathan. Okay. I like that. I like that. Who is your 5K, 10K guy or girl? Um, 
Shelby. Shelby. <laughs> what do we got? Uh, can you take a guy or a girl? Either way, yeah. All right. First of all, switch. I'm going Patagonia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> With Bonzi on the head. That's like a dream team. It's <laughs> a dream team. Um, main athlete in the your main distance, like star. Distance, yeah. Um, oh You'll build around them, you know, in your own time. Um. Oh my God, that's tricky. I just want to think of all the options. I'll go Grant. Actually, I'm gonna take back Shelby. I'll go Grant. Okay, Grant. Here for Clint Court. Yeah. What you got, Shay? Should I just go? I'm going to take Stewie McSwain. I'm going to take him. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is this an American team or where are we based? Anything at all. You're just based wherever you want. Pick your running city. Joe's pick. Let's pick a city. Yeah. Um, New York. We'll, throw it. We'll, we'll, we'll start an East Coast team. New York needs a team. Shay and I, we're getting cranking. We're starting Athletics East. Good. What we got, yeah. Shay? Um, I think we're going to be in, uh, what's the Switzerland place? St. Moritz. Yeah. I think yeah. we're going to be based there. That's cool. Okay. Who is your steepler? Uh, Parker Stokes. Easy. Joe, who's your steepler? Um, Isaac Updike. Uh, Emma Coburn. Emma, okay. I like that one. Marketable as well. Most of yeah, them. Yeah, that's what that was my thought. Yeah. Love, love Good Isaac, branding. We got the brand mindset over yeah, here. Yeah, we got to work with Parker. But yeah. We'll get him there. Okay, who's your – we'll get him there. Trouble with all champion. If you're not marketing the shit out of that, then I don't know what you're <laughs> He wears true. his shirt all the time, so we know he's a champ. I'm well aware. Every time I come down and make breakfast, I see that. Yeah, Parker, in case you don't know, Parker won the Milk Mile Championship in New York. Yeah. Shout out. What do you run? Or no, once. Just once. Didn't he? Oh, yeah, once. Didn't he run, like, really fast? Yeah, he ran, like, ran, 420. Wait, did he or Jamie D win last year? I think he won, right? It was Parker. The last one. Yeah, that. Parker won last year. I remember him texting us. That. Did they do a COVID one or no? Uh... No, we did not. Okay. I don't, I don't remember, but it was like 429 or something. It was something stupid. Like, yeah. that should not be ran. Yeah, that's, I remember seeing it. I'm like, there's, that's got to be a typo. Like, putting down four chocolate milks and running the mile in 420 something is crazy. Yeah. Um, Who's your miler, Joe? I need another. I need, uh, I'll go Faith Kipiegan. Okay, that's a good pick. What do you got, Shay? Who's your miler? Can we choose retired? It's got to be current, I'm guessing. I would say current, but if you, yeah. yeah I'm going to go uh, Josette. Okay. Yeah. I like that pick too. Okay. Um, 800 guy. Shay, who's your 800 guy or girl? 800 person, I mean to say. Um, I think. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. That's a lock. <laughs> Joe's like, damn. Uh, I'll go. Who do I want? Who's an 800 person? Charlie Hunter. Okay, like that. Do you know Charlie personally? Oh, uh, yeah. He's a good guy. Sweet. Do you know if the cars on his Instagram are his? I don't. He's got he, some he cool classics. He needs to drive a sick retro truck in Eugene. It was like kind of a beater, but it was like just old enough where it was cool. It looks cool. Yeah, it's like an old Bronco kind of thing. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, uh, we're going to go Sprinter. So you'll get like a, a hurdler, and then we'll go just Sprinters collectively. So Joe, hurdler. Short or long hurdles are just your your pick. <sighs> Got to go Sydney for marketing aspects. There you go. That's <sighs> speed and marketing. That's it. going to own Times Square billboards. Yeah, that's mm. cool. Um, I'll go Devin Allen. Devin Allen, He's best okay. next. I feel like expanding too. You're breaking into that NFL space. Yeah, we got there. NFL links now. What do you know yeah. about that, bro? Yeah, Patagonia in the NFL. Who would have who would have <laughs> thought? <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Uh, your sprinter, your your flat sprinter. What do we got? I'll take Curly. 
Curly, yeah. I sniped that one. Yeah, you got the 100 to the 4 covered I'll do, there. I'll do Aaron Knight in that young talent. Oh, yeah, that is a good guy. What did he just run? 19, like 19 what? 19-4 oh, or something. Yeah. He's 18 years old or 17 years old. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. But um, he pulls up to algebra the next day. Yeah, right. Like, oh my god. He literally tweeted that Michael Cherry was like, "This kid's like definitely like running a paper." And he's like, "Nah, bro, I'm in algebra." <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's like you ever seen that old uh, like the LeBron meme? It's like some kid sitting in algebra class right now is gonna guard LeBron tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why he's gonna go race Harry Knighton. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we got a little competition for you guys right now. All right. So either either or answer. We've done this every episode. A little trivia question. Um, whoever answers first wins. I'm gonna fail this. A pride battle. So Jim Ryan, first high schooler to ever break four minutes in the mile. What did he yeah. run when he did it? Three fifty nine eight. No. Three fifty seven. Joe's closer. Three fifty nine six. No. Three fifty nine two. Shay's closer. 359.1. No. 358.8. No. We're so close. 359.3. No. 58.7. No. 59.2. No, no, no. 59 flat. Yeah, Shay got it. Shay got it. 59.00, which makes me think that in, we're not going to say what happened because it's going to factor into our listener question. Um, Let's not forget, dude was on cinders. Okay? In the time period that he did it, like dude, certified freak. Time. Yeah, yeah. How That's how it. effective was their FAT there, or do they just see fifty nine and they're like three fifty nine flat? Good enough, good enough. Yeah, High school exactly. officials, bro. Yeah, three fifty nine flat. We got it. Okay, so our listener question for this one: the first to DM us, comment whatever it is, we got to see it to win a Hills and Two shirt, which. As of today, you're going to be in the production of making. Um, so we promise we're going to we're going to have some of that stuff out. Um, what year did Jim Ryan do that in? So that'll be the question for anyone listening. Um, hit us up first to get it right, correct year. Um, get a Hills and T-shirt when they're made pretty soon. So awesome! Hell yeah! Well, thank you very much, Joe. It's been fun. Yeah.